Welcome to episode 20 in the Lives of the Saints second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Augustine of Hippo, whose feast day is August 28th. The musical theme for the second series is Horatio Nelson's hymn, From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 and here played to the tune Aurelia, primarily remembered as the tune for the Church's One Foundation. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and for use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. St. Augustine of Hippo, called by the name of his North African bishopric Hippo Regius to distinguish him from the later St. Augustine, St. Augustine of Canterbury, was born November 13, 354 A.D. in Thagast, now Sukaras, which was in the northern uh, Roman African uh, area known as Numidia, and it is part of modern-day Algeria. His birth name was Aurelius Augustinus. Many pronounce the name Augustine, but in this series he is called by the American pronunciation, which is the same as that of his namesake city in Florida rather than by the Latin name. His family, probably descendants of Berber tribesmen, were upper-class freedmen who enjoyed full Roman citizenship. His father, Patricius, was a pagan. His mother, Monica, was a devout Christian. Patricius converted to Christianity on his deathbed. The illustration for this and the next slide is an oil on canvas by Justice Van Gent, circa 1474 A.D., from the collection of 28 portraits of famous men at the Louvre Museum in Paris, France. His formal education began at age 11 when he was sent away to school several miles from home. Later, at age 19, he went to Carthage to study rhetoric, and there he was introduced to the writings of Cicero. It was at Carthage that he abandoned Christianity and fell under the influence of the theology of the Manichaeans, which combined elements of Christianity with the beliefs of other religions and with paganism. And there he began his licentious lifestyle, including taking a mistress that characterized much of his early adulthood. He and his longtime mistress had an illegitimate son, Adiodatus. In his mid-twenties, he began te a teaching career, first teaching Latin grammar at the Gast, and shortly thereafter uh, teaching rhetoric at Carthage. Around 383 A.D., he moved to Rome, where his hopes for financial success with a school were hindered by non-paying or late-paying students. His lifestyle changed dramatically in 384 A.D., when at the age of 30 he became a professor of rhetoric at Milan, where he eventually, and very likely through the intervention of his mother, Monica, a devout Christian, was introduced to St. Ambrose, 
the renowned preacher, theologian, and bishop of Milan. St. Ambrose of Milan is the subject of episode four in this series. The illustration is a 19th century oil on canvas by Pietro Gagliardi at the Basilica of St. Augustine in Rome, Italy. St. Augustine became the most important pupil ever taught by St. Ambrose. Other influential persons in the life and thinking of St. Augustine were St. Anthony of Egypt, whose writings he read many times, and Augustine's mother, Monica. Through the combined effects of these four people, St. Augustine abandoned his flirtation with Manichaeanism and again with the influence of the writings of St. Augustine of Egypt, converted to Christianity in August of 386 A.D. He and his son Adiodatus were baptized during the Easter Vigil in 387 A.D. The illustration is the oldest known image of St. Augustine, a late 6th century fresco from the Sancta Sanctorum, on the lower level of the Lateran Palace at Rome, Italy. After the death of St. Monica in 388 A.D., the family returned to Thagast. His son died not long afterward, and St. Augustine gave away the family property, donating the proceeds to assist the poorest residents of the community and converted the residents into a monastic order. He was ordained a priest in 391 A.D., consecrated a bishop in 395 A.D. The illustration is the consecration of St. Augustine, an egg tempera on wood panel by Yame Hugay in 1462 A.D., which is part of a larger altarpiece for an Augustinian friary in Barcelona, and which is now exhibited at the National Museum of Catalonian Art, Barcelona, Spain. A prolific writer of homilies, largely on scripture readings, of which more than 350 remain available, he produced several books of great influence on Christian theology. His surviving works take up eight volumes in the first series of the late 19th century document collection, The Nicene and Post-Nicene Fathers. Among his major works are his Confessions, which includes his most quoted phrase concerning his earlier licentious, licentious lifestyle, purportedly saying, Lord, give me chastity, but not yet. It was published not long before he became Bishop of Hippo. On the Holiness of the Roman Catholic Church. And finally, his most famous work, The City of God, which is a description of a spiritual heavenly city represented on earth by the Church Universal. The illustration is an illuminated is a page with an illuminated letter G from a 13th to 14th century edition of the City of God published in Avignon, France. Within the letter is an image of Christ in majesty from the Episcopal Museum in Vic, 
Spain, which specializes in liturgical art from the 12th to the 15th century. The concept of the majesty of Christ, as expressed in the title of the painting, is expressed in the Eastern Church tradition, and we've discussed this many times in earlier episodes, as Christ Pantocrator, which implies his authority over everything in the universe. A Christ Pantocrator is the central figure in the dome of the interior nave at Kora Church, Istanbul, now Constantinople, now Istanbul, which is used as the background on the home page of the AIC's website. The two most important theological doctrines attributed to St. Augustine are first his understanding that grace is a sovereign gift granted mankind by God and not the result of any earthly works. His interpretation, based upon his study of the epistles of St. Paul, became commonly accepted throughout the Christian world and is especially important in Lutheran thinking. The second is the concept of original sin and its corollary doctrine, original guilt. In the Eastern Church, the corollary doctrine of original guilt is not accepted. St. Augustine was acknowledged as one of the doctors of the Church, officially a doctor of grace by the Roman Catholic Pope Boniface or Benefici VIII, Boniface VIII in 1298 A.D. He is further honored in the naming of the Augustinian order among Roman Catholics and is the patron saint of painters, brewers, and theologians. St. Augustine died at Hippo, North Africa on 28 August 430 A.D., near the time when North Africa, including Hippo, was overrun by the Vandals who had previously raided and destroyed much of Rome. He was buried at Hippo. Centuries later, in order to remove his remains to safety against the threats from Muslim raiders, his relics were removed to safety on the island of Sardinia. St. Augustine's remains were moved again in the early 8th century to the church of St. Peter in Ciel di Oro at Pavia in the Lombardy region in the northwest corner of Italy. The name literally means Church of St. Peter of the Golden Ceiling. A new tomb, or ark, was built there in 1362 A.D. When the Augustinian order fell out with church authorities at Pavia, they removed the saint's remains to Milan. They were returned to Pavia to a new church, now the Basilica of the Augustinian order, in 1898 A.D., and were placed in the large marble ark shown in the illustration. From the apse above, Christ Pantocrator, in the illustration, from the apse above the scene, Christ Pantocrator, or in Roman Catholic thinking, Christ in majesty, looks down upon the remains. Other remains of St. Augustine are claimed at Rome. 
The collect for the Feast of St. Augustine is from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. The illustration is again the 6th century fresco of St. Augustine, the earliest known image of St. Augustine at the Lateran Palace in Rome. O Lord God, who art the light of the minds that know Thee, the life of the souls that love Thee, and the strength of the hearts that serve Thee, help us, after the example of Thy servant St. Augustine, so to know Thee that we may truly love Thee, so to love Thee that we may truly uh, may fully serve Thee, whom to serve is perfect freedom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 20 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 21, I celebrate the life of St. Cyprian of Carthage, whose feast day is September 13th. Episodes of all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel the full URL address for which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash small letter C slash St. John C. Please be sure to include the S after the HTTP to go directly to the site and also through the episode links at our newly redesigned website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. At the AIC website, the Digital Library link gives access to all our seasonal videos and other videos. The Bible Study link similarly connects you to our two existing Bible Study video series, the New Testament Gospels and Revelation. Po the podcast homilies link gives access to our extensive archive of MP3 podcast homilies, both for the Sundays in the 1928 BCP and the feast days there, and also on other topics and other services. The two virtual bookstore links at the bottom center of the home page provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this Internet ministry. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our newly redesigned website, and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.